Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is a Monday. What a storm. Wet, windy, wild in Los Angeles Monday. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, plenty of both where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong this week. One more football game left then. I don't know. We'll have to figure stuff out. Watch a lot of NBA this weekend, some college hoops as well. J-Mac, it is Super Bowl week officially. And uh, we're staying here. Little you and I going to a little party on Wednesday, flying back. Yeah, got to be quiet about that. But the point is, I don't want to make it about Mahomes and Brock Purdy. (laughs) But there is an interesting number out there I'll get to in a few minutes that I'm interested your thoughts on it. Is it 47 and a half, the total for the game? (laughs) (laughs) No. I actually really think we're going to have a low-scoring game. So I I was thinking about this. When we evaluate Patrick Mahomes, we've already put him in the all-time-ish class, five, six, seven, eight, Elway, Marino, Brady, Manning. But when we evaluate him, he entered the league with such a bang. Remember his first year starting 50 touchdown passes? First year, rookie year, really, really starting. Uh, only Brady and Peyton Manning had done that. There was the left-handed throw, the sidearm throws, the 60-yard launches with ease, uh, the Houdini escapes under pressure, and he won a ton. So that's what we initially saw. That's what we believe he is. I've said this, though, about Mahomes and Michael Jordan. The great thing about Michael Jordan, much of Michael Jordan's game was highly predictable. Mid-range, scored 20 of his 
four of his 32 points. About three to four times a game, he'd do something truly elite that only MJ could do. And that has always been the secret sauce with Mahomes. He doesn't miss the easy stuff. He hits all his layups. Uh, and believe me, that's that's like 13 to 15 completions a game if he goes, you know, 24 for 32. But here's what he's become adding to that. And this is with a weak receiving core, the weakest receiving core of his career. Saw this stat this weekend, PFF. Patrick Mahomes had zero turnover-worthy plays in the playoffs. But he also avoids minor mistakes. He already led the NFL regular season with the lowest rate of what they call negatively graded dropbacks, 10%. During the playoffs, he's got it down to 6.3. Conversely, Brock Purdy's rate of negatively graded dropbacks, 23% in the playoffs so far for two home games, by the way, would be the worst rate of all quarterbacks with 200 dropbacks in the season. So let me let me add to that. So so Mahomes is not throwing it further or more often left-handed. He's just throwing it smarter. But to really contextualize those numbers, the gap between Mahomes and Purdy, Purdy played two home games, was a favorite in both and faced two really bad defenses. Detroit's egregiously bad and Green Bay's hit and miss bad. Mahomes against the number four defense at their place, Buffalo, and against the number one defense, Baltimore, at their place, both defenses thrive on turnovers. And he had zero, zero turnover-worthy plays. Not at home like Purdy. Not against bad defenses. No, no, no. On the road against elite defenses. By the way, he was also really good against Miami, but that was at home, albeit minus 27 degrees. So Mahomes now is the only great quarterback in the league where you get this remarkable upside with virtually no mistakes. It would be like having the best power hitter in baseball and he never strikes out. It's it's and I'm I know what you're saying. You're just picking on Purdy. No, I'm not. But you have to contextualize it. Ravens defense there. Buffalo's defense there. Minus 27 degrees. Zero, zero turnover worthy plays, and only six percent out of a hundred of negatively graded dropbacks. That is beyond. That is that's the best driver on the PGA Tour. Also the best putter. It was called Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods made more clutch putts when he was on that tear, and he was the best guy off the tee, and he had good irons. That's what you're looking at. So, um, you know I love Jim Harbaugh, and one of the reasons I like him, the NFL's a copycat league, and as the league is zigging, he is zagging. Um, first of all, there's a story that he is really interested in Saquon Barkley, the running back. This is interesting. So first of all, remember that fatalism? Jay Mack and I were talking about this, I swear to God, for three months. Everybody said, nobody pays running backs. It's outrageous. My takeaway was nobody paid guards forever, tight ends and safeties. Why is it outrageous with running backs? The truth is, though, many coaches love them. Offensive coaches, not just old school guys. Guys like Shanahan made a big deal for Christian McCaffrey. McVay loves that offense despite all the movement 
Mike McDaniel, Miami, was San Francisco's run game coordinator. Many of the top offensive guys in this league, Mike McDaniel, McVay, Shanahan, love the run game first. But what I love about Harbaugh more than everything is that the NFL is a copycat league. And he will zig or zag when you're doing the opposite. He doesn't believe in anything other than authentically his football DNA. People forget this. At Stanford, when he has quarterback easily in the country, they ran the ball more than they threw. At Michigan last year, led college football with 40 rushing touchdowns. With the 49ers, over the course of those four years, they were the number two rushing team. He loves, he preaches physicality. And so one of the things he sees with Justin Herbert is that Herbert's become very much like Josh Allen in previous years. He can only win by shootout, and they depend on him too much. I saw this stat this morning. This blew me away. In Justin Herbert's career, he has the third most pass attempts per game over the four years, but more than any current quarterback. The only quarterbacks that threw more in his four years, Big Ben retired and Brady retired, that Justin Herbert throws the ball more than any current NFL quarterback yards attempt. I'm saying attempts per game. The Chargers are so overwhelmingly tied to Herbert throwing. So what does Harbaugh want to do? Get him a star back. What what does he want to do? Create physicality. The way to beat Patrick Mahomes is not to out Mahomes Mahomes. It's to keep Patrick on the field. He had Andrew Luck ran more than passed. Niners ran more than passed. So the fr- it, it, it cracks me up. The first leak with Harbaugh, he wants a running back. Khakis, glasses of milk, and physicality. One, two, three, ABC. That's what he does. I asked him last week, how do you make your teams so physical so quickly wherever you go? Guys get are good at football. You know, if they the player that knows what to do, how to do it, where to align, um, you know, plays the technique properly, uh, and then you combine that with being a superior athlete, and then you know, then you really have it. So, um, you know, we can all we can all control, uh, you know, being being the kind of player that knows what to do and how to do it and when to do it, and then train. You know, just good old fashioned hard work, training yourself to be you know, a, a good athlete, a better athlete, a superior athlete. I do, I do think it's interesting, though. The first, I wouldn't call it a leak, the first story that comes out, NFL, moving off running backs. Harbaugh, I'll take Saquon Barkley. <laughs> By the way, I think Austin Eckler, a little bit of a free agent. Barkley's the better player. Both have had some injury, get banged up, but Barkley would be your choice. Uh, they don't have a lot of cap space, so they'll have to move people. So uh, just just a little sample of what Harbaugh is going to do. So this weekend, uh, Lincoln Riley is going to be joining us this hour. His great quarterback, Caleb Williams, should be the number one pick. I imagine will be the number one pick. Also, some LeBron trade rumors on the market. I don't get it. We'll talk to Chris Mannix, who wrote a story about it. I watched the Lakers play the Knicks' entire game on uh, Saturday night. I thought it was a great game. Now, Julius Randle didn't play. OG didn't. But, you know, it's the NBA. Nobody's got their full lineup. Vanderbilt, I don't think Jared Vanderbilt played for the Lakers. But I will say this about the Lakers is that they're a weird team where they've been housed by the Hawks, uh, the Rockets, and then they'll go out and beat OKC. 
Uh, I watched them Saturday night, and I thought to myself, I, I don't know what you're going to get for LeBron if you want to trade him, but they went to Boston and New York and went 2-0 and in those games. I'm not sure what people expect in Los Angeles or around the league. I thought that I watched both of those games. I thought they were great in both of them. Yeah, by the way, Darvin Ham coming up awesome. Game strategy against Jalen Brunson. Shut him down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Lakers look kind of good, Colin. I don't know. Yeah, but for the record, uh, Anthony Davis has to be the best defensive player in the league. Really good. Absolutely has to be. Didn't even really score. Didn't yeah. do much offensively and controlled the fourth quarter. How about my guy Austin Reeves, huh? He was pretty, pretty good. Pretty damn good, <laughs> Austin was, Reeves. He was. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season this is freddie prince jr and i am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back and joining me once again is the one and only jeff die Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we do it every Monday where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. There's plenty of both, and here we go. Where Colin was right. Bill Belichick did not land any of the top eight jobs. And I said, 
if personnel decisions go through Bill, you can't hire him. Go to his last seven or eight drafts in New England when he had major pull, almost all of them bad. He doesn't appear to be as collaborative as the McVeighs and the Shanahans or even the older Andy Reid. And I think collaboration is what everybody is looking for. That's why so many of these young coaches got hired. They work well with others. Where Colin was wrong. Well, on January 15th, I said Cliff Kingsbury's going to the Raiders. He did. And now he's no longer with the Raiders. <laughs> I thought it was finalized. It wasn't. Uh, it was a contract snafu he's going to washington for the record i think it's a great get by both the raiders and now it's a great get for washington don't understand the criticism i think he's one of the really sharp play callers in the nfl maybe he's not a head coach maybe he's not going to hold some guys accountable dan quinn will i love what washington did over the last three or four days where Colin was right? I said a month ago, I thought Jalen Brunson was the best star the New York Knicks had had since Patrick Ewing. He just got voted into the All-Star team. They're chanting MVP. He's averaging over 27 a game. They've won 9 of 10. I think the only weakness the Knicks have, and Julius Randle and OG were out, they feel like they need another score if Jalen Brunson's cold at the end of a game. But Brunson's intelligence, his toughness, He's got that Villanova DNA, right? Overlooked, tough kid, absolute leader, plays with intensity. You get the same performance every night. Love him. All of this is absolutely deserved. Where Colin was wrong. My initial reaction is the Kansas City Chiefs should be favored in the Super Bowl. And they were a two to a two and a half point dog, and they still are. Forget the Mahomes pretty situation. Andy Reid with extra time is a wizard. Uh, and I think Kansas City's defense is actually the best defense in this game. But Vegas knows something. The betters know something. Because I think Kansas City wins. And they're still, even the wise guys, San Francisco's still the favorite. Where Colin was right. Baker Mayfield, MVP of the uh, Pro Bowl games. I had said Friday of the three free agent quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, Tannehill, or Baker, I thought he was the best available. He's the one I would sign seven years younger. I also said I'd sign him over Justin Fields. He's more consistent. I also said I'd take him over Russell Wilson if I had to pay Russell's contract. If you go look what Mayfield did in Tampa, he's become very predictable. Mid-90s passer rating, going to get 20, 22 touchdown passes. And oh, by the way, completes about 64% of his passes. I think he's matured. I think he's the best quarterback not in the draft on the market where Colin was wrong. Well, I've been preaching about this offensive revolution in football, and then there were eight coaching openings, and five went to defensive coaches. <laughs> so the last 10 coaches in the Super Bowl have all been offense. Uh, overwhelmingly, the last, let's see, 32 playoff wins, 32 of the last, like, 40 playoff wins have come from offensive coaches. It's around there. 12 and 21, 12 and 22, nine after the Super Bowl this year, but nobody's listening to me. Where Colin was right? I've been saying this, college head coaching. There's a reason Chip Kelly's name is being bantied about. There's a reason Boston College head coach became a coordinator between the two recruiting periods, the transfer portal and the NIL. It's no fun unless you're at a massive brand. You end up spending all your time recruiting your own players to stay the coach that left boston college said there's just less time to coach football 
It's all about the portal, the NIL. I want to coach football. College football has got to get this right. Saban, gone. Harbaugh, gone. Chip Kelly, rumored. I do not think this drip, drip, drip of coaches leaving college is going to end soon. Where Colin was wrong. Chris Mannix will join me in a couple of minutes. He had a story the Lakers should consider trading LeBron. I'm not sure I get it. He's their leading scorer, most consistent offensive player, and leading assist guy. Anthony Davis is a bellwether defender. Austin Reeves is good but hot and cold. I also think, and I'm not one of these gotta be loyal to everybody in sports, but he really saved, let's be honest, kind of a crumbling franchise that was really bad in the late Kobe Bryant's final several years. Uh, I can't wait to hear from Chris. There's a lot of noise out there about LeBron being traded at the deadline. We'll get to that in a second. Where Colin was wrong. Ben Johnson, I thought, was the best young coordinator on the market offensively, and I thought he was taking the Washington job. That's what people had said out east, and he passed on it. He passed the year before, apparently, on Carolina. It's possible. I heard he didn't interview well. It's also possible he's got coordinator DNA. Maybe he just wants to be a coordinator. Not everybody's meant to be the president. Some people are VPs. But a little surprised that Ben Johnson wouldn't take the gig. He probably argues, I like what I have in Detroit. This team's going nowhere. I've got a top 10 quarterback. And if I don't get Caleb Williams, what's the point of going? Or Herbert. Chargers, Harbaugh got it. What's the point of leaving? Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on a Monday. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I saw this. Brian Costello writes for the New York Post. You, you say he's very credible. I, I've known him for like 20 years. Good yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. He's good. does a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he, he had a story today. I, I disagree with his premise. He said the Jets are absolutely right to cater to Aaron Rodgers' preferences. The Athletic uh, wrote an article last week, very critical of Aaron and Nathaniel Hackett. But my takeaway is, how about we have a new rule in the NFL? Owner's own, GM's GM, Coaches coach and players play. When Belichick tried to take over GM duties, not good. When Jerry's meddled, Jerry Jones, not good. Aaron brings Alan Lazard, not good. Do you know how hard it is to be a great quarterback? You don't have time to be watching personnel tape. You know how hard it is to be a great coach, a GM? I mean, owners, there, There's a. you can be a bad owner very quickly. This is not a knock on Aaron. I disagree with the premise. Just let everybody do their job. Now, I do think you get these rare instances where you get a Jim Harbaugh or Pete Carroll comes into the NFL out off of co- coaching college football at an elite program where you get like this three-year window where Harbaugh really knows college personnel. And for the next two or three drafts, the Chargers should lean heavily on Jim Harbaugh's opinion on personnel. You go back to Pete Carroll, Jimmy Johnson, when he came out of college, Oklahoma State and Miami, his first three years in the NFL, they were working people. They just knew the college players better. Pete did. Harbaugh will. But, but I mean, it's hard enough. Aaron's got rehab. He's got to be a leader. He's got to be a quarterback. This whole idea that you should lean on people to do things beyond what they do, I just don't I don't buy into it. Look at all the instances in the NFL where people try to wear two hats. Tell me where it works. <laughs> Owners meddling never works. Coaches trying to be GMs. The way Kansas City does it is the right way. Brett Veach is the GM, really shrewd. He and Andy have a great relationship. He's going to say, Andy... We need this, this, this. And Andy will tell him, I need this, this, this. And they're collaborative. They work together. The minute it's not collaborative or you give a player or a coach or a GM too much influence in somebody else's pot, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I mean, I don't think it works, be honest, in the NBA, and you have tiny rosters. I mean, in the NBA, you got two draft picks. Maybe you make a trade deadline move. I mean... Think about how few moves you make in the NBA. Tell me all the coaches in the NBA that are just, I mean, as good as the Warriors are. Think about this. Think about how good the Warriors are. Wiseman pick? Eh. Eh. Kaminga pick? Eh. 
They almost landed DeAndre Jordan. Thankfully, they didn't. And they're making one or two moves a year. And Bob Myers is excellent. And Steve Kerr's brilliant. So you, NFL, I can have uh, 9, 10, 11 picks. <laughs> like, I don't want my coach thinking, yeah, I know these guys. I just don't think most NFL coaches on a Saturday night are sitting around uh, watching uh, ACC football. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's what a lot of these coaches do. But if you get a good GM, let him GM. Uh, the other thing is people are, <laughs> conspiracy theories are very funny on this Cliff Kingsbury stuff. Cliff Kingsbury took the Raider job, and there was a contract, I wouldn't say dispute, but there was a contract issue, and he went to Washington. I wouldn't make too much out of it more than that. I think Kingsbury's really good. I thought what he did at Arizona in a, in a division with McVay twice a year, Shanahan and Pete Carroll, the fact that he got Arizona to the playoffs, I thought was a, remarkable. With that, somebody that knows him well, USC football coach Lincoln Riley, entering his third year with the Trojans, joins us live. First of all, Lincoln, how you doing? I've had you and Jim Harbaugh in the last two days, so it's a good. It's good for me. I want to start with this. I've always liked Cliff. I think he's a very clever play caller. I think he gets along with people. He's been a head coach, so he knows what you go through and some of the vagaries of being a head coach. Um, he goes to Washington. I think it's a great fit with he and Dan Quinn. What don't I know about Cliff? Take me behind the scenes on what he does that you really liked. Yeah, I think you know. I think the energy um, and confidence level that he brings uh, to the staff, that he brings to the players that he's around, um, he's he's got really got an infectious energy about him, and and always has been, and a guy that's just very very impactful. And I think about. You know, Coach Quinn and those guys going out to Washington to restart that thing, and and I think Cliff is the perfect guy to to bring along with him uh, because he's going to bring that, and he's going to bring, as you said, a a pedigree and a proven track record of success. And um, I think it's going to be. I, I agree. I think it's a great fit. I think he and Coach Quinn will work really, really well together, and uh, it's going to be fun to see what those guys do out yeah, there. Yeah, Dan, Dan's a, a tough guy, and I think uh, Cliff is just brings that academic side. He's so clever. You know, Caleb, one of the criticisms I heard about Caleb Williams, and I kind of rolled my eyes, we forget in our space, these are 21, 22-year-old kids. <laughs> I was not capable of being a number one pick physically or emotionally. I'd have been a wreck. You wouldn't have wanted to draft me. I'd have flunked the interviews. <laughs> but when I look at Caleb, I'm like, I like that he went into the stands. I like that it hurts. I like that he cares. And by the way, what I don't want is indifference. That I have no interest in. Um, when you hear the criticisms of him, and he's not, he's not a perfect player, are any of them valid, the emotional stuff, he can be moody, any of it valid to you? I'm like you. I would rather a guy, you know, care too much than not enough. And, and Caleb is a tremendous competitor. Uh, he really wants to win. Uh, he does wear his emotions on his sleeve, but he, he is who he is, and he's, he's, he's confident in his own skin. And I think as a quarterback and as a, a potential leader of a franchise, you want somebody that is that, that's not trying to be somebody else that they're not. And, and I feel like Caleb is, has always been that way. And, and, yeah, like you said, listen, this guy's got – there's a lot – lot left in front of him i mean he's in the last four years he's played two and a half years of football um he's got so much more to to learn so much more room to grow i think him getting in the right situation with the right coaches the right kind of development will be key because he's obviously got the ability he's got the desire to be great he's got the competitiveness um so now all he needs is a great situation and i believe he'll truly take off did you know he'd be this talented when you went to him in high school 
I knew athletically he was that talented. Um, the first time I got to go watch him throw the ball, I thought he threw the ball a lot better than, than what people uh, thought, and I thought he was really improving on that, and that's just continued throughout his career. And, uh, and now he's kind of on that next part of the journey, which is he can do most of the things physically. It's it's you know running the locker room. Yeah, you know, it's 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 the different game situations that you're in. Being able to find different ways to win or attack. How different people uh, are going to play you defensively. Um, learning to play with different skill sets. I mean, it's it's kind of that next part of, of of the journey. And I think he's going to just like he has all these other areas in his career. He's going to continue to climb. Fourth highest winning percentage. Only Ryan Day, Kalen DeBoer, and Kirby Smart higher in college football with 50 games coached. So you move to the Big Ten. I, you know, I hear this all the time. Oh, USC's got to go play in the Big Ten. I'm like, you know, it rains out here, too. We're okay. Not every day is 84 degrees. <laughs> but if you had to make adjustments within your roster, uh, Lincoln, are there some Big Ten adjustments you have to make? I think there's just adjustments that you have to make when you're climbing from where we were two years ago to where we want to be and where we expect to be. And I think that's just the natural evolution of building a national championship level roster and program. And so uh, a lot of me thinks that whether we were going into the Big Ten or staying in the Pac-12, that we would have been making the same improvements and adjustments regardless. And so we know there's going to be some new challenges, some new opportunities. Uh, uh, we just got done playing in what was probably the best league in the country this year. Yep. Uh, and and obviously there's going to be a lot a lot more you know great challenges ahead. But you know we're we're kind of focused on our progression. Uh, we know that as we build this, we're we're building it. Uh, with the idea to win national championships. And to do that, you have to be able to, to compete with and beat anybody. And so uh, for us, it's more about the climb here at USC, and then we'll play whoever they put on the schedule. Minute left. First time you saw Patrick Mahomes in college. What did you make of it? I, I thought he was remarkable. Um, we played them a few times. Yep. Also, when I was at Oklahoma, we were yep. way more talented than them, and he just willed them. Uh, into staying in the games with us that they probably had no business being in. And, uh, yeah, I just – I remember, you know, that we had the great game with him versus Mayfield in uh, 2016 and Pat threw for 700-plus yards, and I was just – I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And so, yeah, it's been pretty cool seeing what he's doing right now. Yeah, 700 yards. That's That's a day. <laughs> that, that is a, well, that's a day. It's Big 12 football. There were a lot of 500-yard days. Uh, that's, that was the sport there. All right, Lincoln Riley, third year, fourth highest winning percentage. Caleb Williams, Cliff Kingsbury updates. As always, Coach, good seeing you. You too, brother. Thanks, Colin. All right, Lincoln Riley, uh, who's got Kingsbury takes. He knows them well. Uh, I, th- I don't understand the people criticizing Kingsbury. Dan Quinn is alpha. I mean, Dan is make some noise. Kingsbury's not a guy that's going to confront players. That was the knock in Arizona. Sometimes wouldn't hold guys who got a little loose accountable. But as a play caller, Cliff was great. He's, he is. I had two executives yesterday in the league text me uh, after I had gone out there and said Kingsbury to the commanders. They're like, that, that's a good fit. Like he and Dan Quinn, if they get the right quarterback, that's going to work. So when we're in Vegas this week, come to the casino with me and let's go put a futures bet, Washington, to win the NFC East. We surely can find it somewhere, but I'll take it. I'll take a flyer on it. Remember, somebody wins that division every year different, unless you're the Cowboys. Um, I think Washington's going to be very live next year to be a good I team. I completely agree. Whether they get Caleb or Drake May. 
I, it's just weird. Dan Quinn got to a Super Bowl. He was a winning coach in Atlanta. Kingsbury won in Arizona. What are you guys talking about? It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.